Mother Nature held her breath. The woods were quiet. There was no breeze to rustle the few leaves still clinging to the trees or to toss around the fallen ones littering the forest floor. There were no crickets chirping, no locusts or bees buzzing, no mosquitoes or gnats, no bird songs. Richard Henry couldn't remember ever being in the woods and not hearing at least one bird. There were no squirrels either. Usually, if he stood still long enough, he'd hear them playing in the branches and chattering at one another. But not now. Back at the forest's edge, near the dirt road where he'd parked, the woods had been alive with activity. He'd seen rabbits, insects, birds, squirrels, and even a mangy stray cat hunting a field mouse. But now there was nothing. Not even a pine cone or dead branch falling to the ground. Everything was still. Even the clouds in the sky, glimpsed between the treetops, remained motionless. As if the forest was dead. The silence felt like a solid thing. Invisible walls pressed down on him. Worse, something was out there, watching him. Rich was sure of it. He felt eyes staring at him through the thick foliage, and the sensation made the hair on his arms bristle. He was nervous, jumpy, his skin tingled, his mouth was dry and it was hard to swallow. Rich stuffed an unflavored scold bandit in his bottom lip and tried to work up some spit. He cleared his throat. It sounded very loud. The wind briefly whistled through the trees, bringing more sound to the stillness. Shivering, Rich zipped his jacket up to his chin. When his saliva was running again, he spat onto a pile of dry leaves. Normally, Rich smoked, but lighting up a Winston out here would only give him away to the wildlife, if he ever found any, that was. Nothing warned off animals like cigarette smoke. That's why he preferred the unflavored skull. Mint or wintergreen-flavored would have also warned the animals off. He stuck the round tobacco can into the back pocket of his faded jeans, retrieved his .30-06 from the rock he'd propped it up against, and continued on his way, trying very hard to ignore that watchful sensation. He felt like an idiot for being nervous. People in York County told all kinds of stories about the forest, but that didn't make them true. They were just legends, bullshit folklore. Leehorn's Hollow was supposed to be full of ghosts, demons, witches, Bigfoot, the Goat Man, and Hellhounds. But none of those things existed in real life. In real life, there were other things to fear. In real life, Rich had to deal with things like terrorism and cancer scares and health insurance and bills. And his only son, Tyler, getting killed in a war that didn't make any sense. A war that nobody seemed to care about anymore. At least not enough to get off their couches, turn off their televisions, and protest about it in the streets. His parents had protested Vietnam in the 60s. That's how they'd met each other. Rich had a picture of his parents standing at the mall in Washington, D.C., wearing bell-bottoms, carrying placards, and flashing peace signs. His father had been in Nam the year before. He'd decided America shouldn't be there and did what he thought was right. Came home after finishing his tour and added his voice to the dissent. Protested. Spoke up about things. Rich's generation, they'd dropped the ball. Nobody cared anymore. 
People didn't give a shit about the war. As long as they had Paris Hilton and Britney Spears and George Clooney and Branja fucking Lena or whatever the hell they called themselves, that was all people cared about. Democrat or Republican, both were part of the problem rather than a solution. He'd lost Tyler. And as if that wasn't enough, after his son's death, life poured it on and turned up the heat. It was a mixed metaphor, but Rich didn't give a shit. It was how he felt. Rich had to cope with getting laid off from the feed mill because they said his drinking was out of control. Said to clean himself up if he wanted to keep his job. What the hell did they know? Of course he drank. They would too if they had to put up with the shit he put up with. The government, the same government that was responsible for Tyler's death, said he owed back taxes. And now the bank was threatening to foreclose on his home. They wanted their money and didn't care if he was out on the street. The old house sat empty now, except for Rich. The other inhabitants would never return. 